Welcome back to the Hey Roadie podcast, where we take a deep dive into the people of the Ocean State. We are your hosts, Nick and Sasha. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all having a fantastic day. We were joined today on today's show by Shayla Adams. She is a physical and wellness therapist. Is that like mm. the right way to say that? Physical therapist and wellness coordinator. coordinator. Anyway, she owns... <laughs> um, Inspire Physical Therapy and Wellness, which is a mobile physical therapist. She specializes in older, more mature uh, patients, but she's a physical therapist. She knows the body. So we kind of got talking about overall general body things, um, how to uh, make your body feel better, the things that we may be doing that you don't even realize that are causing discomfort in your body now that we're getting older. Yeah, we got to do like one of my... uh favorite things which is ask people who are very Smart. um <laughs> well versed in a particular area yeah. questions that i've always wanted an answer to uh-huh. um and then like what certain things mean and yeah you know we get into the difference between her profession and other professions yeah and, and i found it very interesting yeah she was great um i love uh especially being a diabetic um i have uh, obviously i'm i'm in my 30s now but like as i get older really taking care of my physical being, my ligaments, my fingers, my toes, all that stuff is really important. And sometimes I think we forget how quickly time moves forward. So getting to sit and chat with her was kind of like a little reminder that like, mm. we're not getting any younger now. Yeah, that I got to stop being a useless lump. Yeah, we have <laughs> to stop. Yeah. And one of her biggest tips, which I found really important is to get your body moving and to feel good in your body, do find something that you like to do, whether that's going for a walk, whether that's gardening, whether that's I don't know. I, I don't know. There's don't know. You, you, get older climbing. and do like intramural stuff, like if yeah. a uh, softball team or mm-hmm. volleyball or get out and play baseball or basketball. But do something you like just so walk. that you want to do it. Like it's fine. Uh huh. And be in nature. So yeah, it was cool getting to hear some tips and tricks from her, getting to hear why she became a physical therapist. I have to sneeze. Hopefully it stays in. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so if you hear a weird noise, it's my sneeze. Um, no, but she was really cool. I Like Nick said, I think it's really fun to have people on who are like, you know, when we had Nikolai on and she specialized in mental health, having um, Shayla on specializing in physical health, I thought was really cool and really interesting because like Nick said, when do you get the opportunity to talk to someone who specializes in something like that and ask them, you know, sort of hard hitting questions and i get to run all my like uh i listen to too many podcasts (laughs) and run my theories of things by somebody who actually knows what the hell they're talking about yeah and she didn't she didn't turn you down i don't think any i think you were on the i was pretty well on track i think i think so yeah you guys were vibing just because i know these things doesn't mean i put them into practice you know (laughs) yeah we got to get better at moving our bods it's it's that time and well what sucks is what fall is around the corner it's going to be even easier to just stay home and not move. Mm, I actually like fall weather the best for being out and about. True, true, true. I like that. Out, I agree. Like, my favorite weather is like, I don't know, shorts during the day and a sweatshirt Sweater at, at night. night. Yeah, cozy weather. Best. Oh my it's god, it's campfire so weather. I can't wait. It's I, best hiking weather. It's not you're not too hot. You're not sweating your butt off. It's I know people beautiful. are mad at me for saying this, but man, I cannot wait for summer to be over. <laughs> I love fall so much. I want to be in sweaters. I want to be in. I don't want to sweat. I just want to be like. I want to turn like the heat. 
you know, like your butt warmer in your car. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to turn that on. I'm yeah, ready. Yeah, fall's great. It's just, uh, it's one of my favorite temperature seasons. Yeah. But then it's very short and it just means that you're hitting winter and winter is not my favorite season. I love winter too. Ugh. Ultimate cozy season. So it. many sweaters, so many blankies. Um, but yeah, guys, we had so much fun with Shayla. She was great. Um, she has some cool things coming up too. Some things that she's she's doing some collaborations with people who specialize in Parkinson's disease. Um, other things about like foot health, which is really important, which you might not even realize your foot, your feet are unhealthy, which I think I kind of had a revelation during our talk. Mm. Um, yeah, there was so many things to learn and I'm I was happy to have her on. Yeah, this was great. I think everybody can pick up something from it. Um and I think everybody will en- enjoy listening cuz she's very interesting. I think so too. All right, everybody, will enjoy the episode and I hope you learned something. Yeah, enjoy guys. Bye. Oh, okay, so hi. Hi. So happy to have you on. <laughs> We're here with Shayla Adams from yes. Inspire Physical Therapy Plus Wellness. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct? it's a little bit of a long name, right? It, yeah, but it's it's a cute name. I like the name. <laughs> yeah, and I like thank the logo. You. I can see it on Nick's big screen. So yeah. I'm staring at the logo. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy to have you on. This is so fun. Yes. Thank you guys for inviting me. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. I think, you know, we talk to we try to talk to all sorts of different business owners throughout the state. Um, and sometimes I think we forget to touch on the people who help like mental, physical, like more like body than not like eating or like buying clothes yeah you know what i mean those are two of my favorite things though going to a (laughs) good restaurant and wearing a cute outfit right right i'm mine too um but i think it's really fun to have you on when when we were um, discussing about having you on we referenced our episode with um nick from not this nick another Mm -hmm. nick um who's a, a mental health counselor and how I think it really helped the listeners listen to it and, and learn from um, some pieces of advice on how to help with burnout. So I think there's a cool opportunity to like give some people some tips and some tricks, learn a little bit about you and your business, but then on the flip side, also talk about ways to like make ourselves better. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, for sure. That's that's kind of the premise of what we do at Inspire. And yeah. um, it's just great to be able to kind of bring lots of uh, health and wellness and just getting people to be proactive yeah. about their health care and just the aging process yeah. um, to Rhode Island. And um, I know we're primarily, it's Hey Roadie podcast, so yeah. we're in Rhode Island, but yeah. we kind of merge into Connecticut a little bit too. Yeah, that so. area, the westerly, like sort of that, that area is just their Stonington, yeah. Connecticut the area. Thing. Yeah, the and thing. I love that you guys are actually now really um, starting to feature westerly oh, in a yeah. lot of the Hey Roadie things because yeah. for uh-huh. a long time I was like, wait a minute, we're still, we're part well, of Rhode Island. technically westerly, someone from like Providence, westerly does feel like it's in another state. Uh-huh. It's so yeah. far away. Yeah. It yeah. feels like an hour. It's an hour it away. Yeah, it's, it's far it away is. to a Rhode Islander. To a Rhode yeah. Islander. Yeah, it is. It's too far. I'm just kidding. It's not too far. And I love Western. Now that I've now that I'm old enough to appreciate driving and going somewhere for like a day trip, I mm-hmm. love Westerly. It's so yeah. much fun. We have a good time there. Good. Um, but um, if you ha- can give us a little background into um, your career and how you started Inspire, like what was the transition from what you were doing to starting this? Sure. So Inspire was something that was in my mind probably for four years prior. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked for a, a, a 
I guess like it's it's skilled nursing. Yeah. Um, so I like to think of it as a subacute physical therapy where it's a lot of people transitioning from hospital to home. And I was there almost 10 years in Rhode Island in Connecticut. And just over that the course of that time, I had so many people say, well, I'm going home tomorrow. Why can't you just Come, Come with, with me. me. Yeah. Teach and, me. you know, and so many times I just wanted to say, yeah, sure, I'll, yeah. I'll be there tomorrow. And yeah. then I started thinking, well, no, you need to have a business plan and a, an LLC or yeah. a, whatever you're going to be, whatever entity and the business cards and the website. And so I wanted to kind of dot the I's and cross the T's before starting to work with clients. And yeah. so... I stayed in the planning phase for for a long time and I said you need to, you know, COVID made a lot of us think about just about life, life. and what we're yeah. doing and what we're passionate about and family and what comes first what's and important. what's important in our health and wellness and how we approach everything and what's good information and what's bad information and so I said now is really the time to do this. And so yeah. it was May of 2020 that I just kind of I jumped in from the standpoint of creating the business mm -hmm. um, with the the main focus of helping older adults age in their age their way. Mm -hmm. Whatever that means to you, go for it. Yeah. And a lot of times I think the the healthcare provider that's missing in that piece is a physical therapist or an occupational therapist. Yeah. So our main goal is just to help everybody live healthy, happy, and independent mm. within their own space. I love that. And quick side note, mm -hmm. what is the difference between a physical therapist yeah. and an occupational therapist? Because I, I don't I know. I knew yeah. that was, I knew <laughs> that I've never even it. known what an yeah, occupational yeah. therapist so, was. Do you know, so. I always thought an occupational therapist was someone who helped you find a job. Yeah. <laughs> well, like <laughs> an occupation. <laughs> okay, anyway, keep yeah. going. Well, so that, the answer to that may depend a little bit on what type of setting you're in, Okay. right? So if you're in a skilled nursing setting, a lot of times the body ends up getting divided. Lower body, upper body. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, occupational therapists tend to take the upper body, doing a lot with taking a look at how is somebody doing in the bathroom, mm -hmm. um, taking a shower, brushing their teeth, where physical therapy may come in and say, well, are they able to get themselves from the bed to uh -huh. the bathroom? What does their walking look like? Do I need to change their foot position, their hip position, strengthen this um, in order to get them more independent, getting to the location where they then need to accomplish what's called an activity of daily living, uh -huh. which would be, again, like brushing your teeth or cooking. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's a whole other subset of like, are people able to drive, yeah. um, take care of their lawn, so grocery shop? So occupational therapist is more like the activity of doing something where yeah. physical is the the physically moving to do it. Yeah. So, kind of? So in – in school for physical therapy, we spend a lot of time, you know, it's the whole body, the muscular, musculoskeletal system, um, and we're kind of movement specialists with a lot of time focused on walking, quality mm -hmm. of walking, different devices you can use to be independent with walking, um, and a lot with, with balance training, okay. where I think some of the differentiation comes from occupational therapists do a bit more with cognitive therapy uh -huh. um they do more with sequencing of tasks like mm -hmm. okay we need to cook this meal how do what are the steps we need to take to accomplish that are there ways we can do it with less energy mm -hmm. um again someone maybe can't get their hands up to wash their hair so we're gonna they're gonna be working on shoulder 
mobility and strength to then accomplish that task. Mm-hmm. They, I always, I always defer to the occupational therapist for all the latest and greatest equipment mm-hmm. um, in terms of just toilet seats and shower chairs and and that type of thing. So they're a lot of them are very well versed in yeah. the adaptive equipment. Oh. But in terms of schooling, I mean, we both both disciplines learn about the whole body, yeah. the muscle system everything. We just, when you get into practice, I think, um, physical therapy does a little bit more with movement and occupational therapy does a bit more with like the activities of daily living, uh-huh. home safety. Well, we learned something today, Nick. Yeah. I learned something yeah. every day. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a good yeah, thing this to is, learn. I, I would never have <laughs> yeah. known, honestly. Yeah, I, I think I had a, uh, <laughs> assumption that an occupational therapist was somebody who specialized in injuries from specific jobs. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> as in like like repetitive motion stuff, yes. or like yeah. uh, like yeah. stuff with like your neck from always uh-huh. cr- kind of craning over a, a, a computer, or mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff. I thought that was what it was. Wow, we were out to lunch on this. No, well, I, no, I mean, I think I think both disciplines can do both yeah, of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There just tends to be, and then if you, for example, if you were in an outpatient clinic, mm-hmm. um, occupational therapy may be working more on the golf, you know, the the elbow injuries from golf or from tennis or mm-hmm. okay. some of the hand injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, more often than not, an OT is going to go specialize as a hand therapist where just for whatever reason, a lot of physical therapists don't, mm, okay. don't, don't get into that. I personally love feet. So oh. I might... Uh, maybe be a little bit more specialized okay. in that area. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of bones in your feet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that true? Mm-hmm. I feel like I read that on like lots. the bottom of like a Snapple calf once. Yep. Yeah, lots, of fe- bones, lots of bones, lots of muscles. Feet is what, tarsal? Is it yep. feet tarsal mm-hmm. and the hand is carpal? And- mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I have some, I'm a diabetic, so yeah. I'm like, oh, my feet are up in for a rough ride <laughs> for the next few years. But going, well, I, so I knew that question was going to, was yeah. going to come. And I talked to Kim Bucko, who's our primary occupational therapist. And she said, I like to really think of it as, and she said, I hope, I, I don't want to insult anybody, but she said, I think of it as physical therapy gets the client to where they need to go. Yeah. And then we occupational therapists will take over and figure out how do they remain independent with cooking, brushing their teeth, ah, driving a car, that type okay. of thing. That so makes a lot of sense. We, Thank you for explaining yeah, that. Yeah, we get them there safely and then they kind of take over they with take the over. activity. I so, love that. So one's kind of like generalized <laughs> and one's kind of specified kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. But then it. the beauty with both disciplines is you can go special. I mean, you can specialize in, in neurology or pediatrics yep. or orthopedics. So wow. um, there's a lot of similarities. That's so cool. Yeah. How long have you, like one, what got you into physical therapy? Right, like right. when did you decide that that's what you oh, wanted boy. to do? Yeah, I knew this question was coming to you. Um, I was probably 12 or 13 mm-hmm. and it was playing soccer. I was on the field running with the ball and all of a sudden I was on the ground oh. and no you know, no, no contact with anybody. And to make a long story short, my left knee used to move, the kneecap would move out of place. Mm. And so I, that was my first encounter with physical therapy at 12 or 13. And then it was just a case where I would go to physical therapy, play a sport again, and it would happen, mm-hmm. go back to physical therapy. And this happened probably all the way up until playing tennis in college. Wow. And um, I finally ended up in in surgery at Uh Yale. They, from that point, it was, you know, two to three weeks in what's called a knee immobilizer. So my left leg was just out straight, kind of in the bed, Hmm. using crutches to get to the bathroom. Uh. Um, And so of course, by 
after two or three weeks of mm-hmm. not using any of your muscles, you're you're they all atrophy. Oh so God. I went back to physical therapy and it was in that instance where um and this was before college. This was uh oh man, this was height yeah, end of no, sorry. Um, this okay. was fresh. Sorry, this was freshman year of of college. So, oh my god, freshman year of college, having to be bedridden yeah. for two to three weeks—that mm-hmm. sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, but you were. Yeah, you got I was something at, fixed. I was at home. Oh, um, but I worked with one of the most amazing physical therapists who's now in South Africa. Mm. Um, and I just remember, you know, everything comes off, and I'm looking at my leg, thinking, "How am I ever going to walk again?" And yep. so it was me working with somebody that knew how to get me back to all the things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And for everybody, that's going to be something different. And I just remember being on that that the table yeah. with the piece of paper and he's drawing the leg muscles and mm-hmm. explaining. And at that point, I didn't really understand because I was in college. You for were something a freshman totally, in college, yeah. For totally, something totally different. What were you in college for? Well, I had a little, a, a minor love affair with Latin America and oh. business and international relations. So okay. I, for the longest time growing up, was just told that I was terrible at math mm-hmm. and come to find out I'm actually awesome at math, but I need to do it my way. Wow. <laughs> it's funny if someone took so, a minute to see that you're actually yeah. good at math. Yeah. So I was too. Yeah. I, I was the kid that like cried at the dinner table trying to do his math homework yes. because I just Aww. couldn't figure it out. Yep, that And then was me. it turned out like now I do so much stuff with math. I just had to do it very different than they were teaching me how yep. to do it. That was, that was me. I went through a whole bunch of psychological tests too to see if wow. I had a learning problem in grade six and seven. And I feel like to this day that kind of scarred me a little bit. Oh, totally. Um, and so when it came time for college, I was thinking, well, I have this love for Spanish and travel and Latin America. Let me do that because mm. – holy smokes, if I do physical therapy, I have to learn all this math, math. and I'm going to be terrible and I'm going to fail. When oh really that God. that really isn't the that's narrative so that played out, up. but that's what I thought isn't was going to happen. I'm just yeah. bad at math, guys, just to put that out <laughs> yeah. there. I'm actually really bad at math. Yeah. Um, my brain so, can't compute numbers. I'm like, what? I'm good at basic <laughs> math and setting up a spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, same, same. So, so have you gotten to use, like if you loved um, like Latin and mm-hmm. Spanish and business and all that stuff, yeah. Obviously, you've used the business part because you own a business, Mm -hmm. but with the rest of it, have you been able to still like touch upon that in your career? Uh, So when I lived in, when I, after college, I moved to San Diego with my best friend and I was there for about four years and it was, yeah, it was, oh, it's one of my favorite cities in Mm. the U.S. Um, While I was there, that's when I kind of realized that I was I graduated with this degree and what am I going to do with it? So um, I went to UCSD for exercise science. And then I also worked at a a Sharp Grossmont Hospital, which is like 500 bed hospital. And so I was a lot of the times getting called to help the therapists um, do some translation. And so that was that was really exciting. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, Recently, though, I to be honest, I have not really put my Spanish to use in practice. Go on a vacation to Spain. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, the- I have not. I have not been there yet, but it's on. It's never on my list. Oh my god, no, you gotta go! I have not been to Spain. I haven't either, but yeah. I don't know Spanish. So I think you should go. I think that if you can't in in the next like three months, if you mm-hmm. don't use Spanish to like talk to any clients or mm-hmm. business people, whatever you need, it's like a you need to go to Spain so you just, can use it. Just pick up and go. Just go. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Do it. Go. Uh, this yeah. might be kind of a dumb yeah. question, but the. 
No dumb questions, just no. dumb people. I'm just kidding. Or like, so when you're like doing translations and, and things like that, do oh, most boy. medical terms remain the same in most languages? As in like the names of like, let's say bones, ligaments, parts of the body, because a lot of it's based off of Latin or is it because of change? That's a great question. Uh, yeah. Oh, we don't um, know the answer to that. Not sure. My my gut instinct is that they that it changes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that is a good. That's a really good question. Yeah, but like, I guess because I guess you could just do like your general. If you're just trying to explain to somebody mm. that say is in an American hospital mm-hmm. and speaks Spanish, you're really just trying to get across like the basics of it. Like yeah. we're going to do this with the lower part of your leg and your knee, yeah. and there's yes. words for that. We don't, yes. You're not being like uh, you know your tibia fibia like <laughs> that kind of stuff. Bone. That yeah, I, bone. To, honestly, I try. It's a whole nother vocabulary, right? Mm. Like all mm. the muscles and the bones, and so I tried. When I was using Spanish in, in pr- prior to becoming a therapist, um, it was general. Yeah. You know, mm. we need to roll to the right or yeah. stand up, kind of different but commands. Honestly, and- even as someone, like if I, like I've been to physical therapy before, mm-hmm. if any of them, if anyone gave me like a specific bone, I'd be like, huh? So it always is pretty general. I'm the guy that wants yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm, well- I'd be like the most annoying patient on the planet. <laughs> well, but then I, but the good, thing is is that i think you would also then want to find the therapist that's going to work best for you because and that therapist should be able to mold themselves to keeping it general keep or keeping it a little bit more textbook and i think sometimes it's it's easier to to go towards the textbook Mm -hmm. um but there's also an art to being able to explain it in a way that a client can really understand and relate to it i want it as general as possible Um, i want to stretch your leg that's kind of its own its own skill too i can't remember who it was it might have been einstein or something that said like it doesn't matter how complex the subject is that you're trying to um teach or explain to somebody if you couldn't explain it to a 10 year old then you don't know it well enough yeah yeah i agree with you i agree with you that's cool yeah i'm I'm sure i'm paraphrasing there but (laughs) no but something i really enjoy using is kind of an analogy of a garden Mm. so if you have your plot your garden plot with your carrots and tomatoes and whatever your pumpkins and you're gonna have your water source so you have that say from your house you have that main main artery of of the hose yeah and it's going out to all those different vegetable beds yeah um and i like to use it in terms of like a nerve impingement or Mm. maybe after a stroke when the nerves are trying to regenerate and find their new pathways Mm. um where if all of a sudden there's a kink in the hose going to your carrots you're going to go out there one day and all of a sudden like you're going to have these droopy Dry little carrots, carrots but these yeah. beautiful tomatoes because mm-hmm. the water source or the nerve to your carrots so if you want to then translate it to say like uh your foot yeah. why suddenly is this part of my foot weak well wow. there could be a, a variety of reasons but if yeah. maybe there's some nerve impingement or damage it's not getting that 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 water supply like those carrots oh so to so I'm visual so I like to try to work in some some visual things and bring in some functional components that you know maybe clients that's really i like that have enjoyed uh, doing i like something like that like i want to see it as something else i don't want to see it as my arm yeah like no. that grosses me out mm-hmm. i want to see it as a vegetable garden yeah. 
And they're not being watered appropriately. I don't want to yeah. see like a nerve in my arm. Uh, yeah. I kind of want it both. Like I kind of, see, like I said, I'm, I'd be the annoying one. I want you to like come in, explain, like get me to understand the concept, but mm-hmm. then explain the specific because exactly. now I get the concept and you can specifically tell me what about that concept mm-hmm. is happening. Yep. And I'm just, I'm the person that like watches TV and if a word pops up, I Google it. Like mm-hmm. I'm just constantly sitting there mm-hmm. looking stuff up because I want to know what it means. Yeah. So I would be the annoying one, I think. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a 50-50 in terms yeah. of there's a lot of people that don't really want to know. They just want to get better. And then there's those people that the weirdos truly like want to know. Yeah. <laughs> so. I just want to get better. I don't want anyone yeah. to tell me what's going yeah. on. I, I feel like physical therapy <laughs> can go one of two ways. Like I've had some friends who are like, oh, physical therapy, it's like not going to help or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I just want to get surgery or I just want to do the last thing. Mm-hmm. And I will say the time that I went to physical therapy, I really liked it. And I think, well, I'm of the person that's like, the more you put into it and the more like you're open to it, the more it's going to work. And like clearly it works if that's the first line of defense, right? Like Mm -hmm. your body is only as strong as you let it be. Like you were saying, like you can only water the plants if the if the things are working, I'm going to say right. it incorrectly. Right, right, right. But you know what I mean? It's not like, I think people don't realize, even before we started recording, we are talking about how like Nick and I have really terrible posture. Like mm-hmm. you don't even know. She says I stretch yeah. my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't even know how bad something is or like what you're doing to your body until someone's like, hey, you're not watering your garden well enough. Right, like we need right. to, I'm, I'm going to use this, 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 that, what's the word? The metaphor? Metaphor, this entire, this entire conversation. I'm just going to keep calling it back. Um, but I think it's really important to like utilize, like all of our bodies are really strong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I'm a diabetic. I use medicine like I need to survive off of it. But I think sometimes our first reaction is like jump to the medicine when realistically our bodies are so strong and are meant to heal, right? Mm-hmm. Like meant to do better. Kind of. Is that weird? Was that a weird soapbox? I don't know. No, I I agree with you, but there's so many things to unpack with that. (laughs) Um, And I think some of it's going to go, it could also depend a little bit on if you've been seeing a primary Mm. care doctor that's kind of a believer in X, Y, and Z. If it's been 20, 30 years that you've been with them, you may kind of become a believer in In those things. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think we're in a really cool time right now because- a lot more people don't want to blame anything again on COVID, but there were, we seem to just be more open totally, to, 100%. To, uh, to other things, yep. other modalities, whether that's trying out acupuncture, trying out Reiki, trying physical therapy. Yep. Um, and I do think a lot of, I agree with you that a lot of people don't want to put the work in. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can go to physical therapy, but we're only with you for that, those, that moment in time. Yeah. And then it's the question of, well, what are you doing what are you doing when you're when, when you're we're home. not together? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's an, another really cool reason why I like being in people's homes mm-hmm. because we get to cater exercises to equipment or non-equipment yeah. that they may or may not have in their that's so, in their house. I know you said at the beginning, but I honestly didn't even put two and two together because when I did physical therapy, like I don't mm-hmm. have like the rolly thing that goes under your back yep. and you have to like do whatever. But if I had someone come to my house and be like, oh, you have these pillows, like mm-hmm. you have this chair that you can like do X, Y, Z on, then I would be more likely to go home and do it myself if I already know the tools that I have work. But right. then you go to physical therapy and you might not feel comfortable like, oh, I, I, I don't have a weight at home. I don't have mm-hmm. whatever. So that's mm-hmm. like really smart to like how you, you kind of turn 
turn the tables. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot you can do with with stairs mm. and step ups, lateral step ups, yeah. um, lots to do with different surfaces within a house, mm -hmm. um, even just practicing getting on and off or up and down from the ground. Huh. Um, yeah. You don't yeah, want to see me get up from the ground. No. It's, it's a terrible sight. It's very, very. A lot of groaning. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of like, oh, help me. Someone give me a hand. It's very. But I, I do think what you said too, like even if someone, you know, if someone's like on a fitness journey, like, mm -hmm. right, you can go to the gym for an hour. Yep. But like you can't go to the gym and then go home and just like eat a bunch of McDonald's. Like you have to well, do. You can. But you can, but you're not going to help yourself. Yeah. Like how right. you're saying, like you right. can go to physical therapy for whatever, an hour, a half hour, whatever. But mm -hmm. if you're going home and you're just laying on the couch and not utilizing those tools, that's not really going to help. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think that that you also need to have some good people on that that are part of your team whether mm -hmm. that's your healthcare team or just in your home environment or your family or friends um find some people that are supportive of what you're doing something that i really enjoy is that clients have the ability to contact me and our therapists when we're not together so mm -hmm. text email sometimes a phone call oh, wow. um you know having today I woke up and this is going on, what maybe would you recommend? So we're able to kind of help out a little bit more in real time. That's really um, nice. And plus, because you've been to their house, you can say yep. like, oh, like go to your stairs and do like three step ups or what, you know, obviously right. that's probably not what you'd recommend. Right. Or but remember the stretch we did over here and then it kind of all comes back. Yeah. But to what you were saying, I think so many times you go to physical therapy, oh, here's your paper do these at home. Well, that's great. I mean, that's great. Yeah. They're proven exercises for different things. Yeah. However, so many people ask, well, what should I be doing when we're not together? And usually my answer is just yes. And they're looking at me like, what? <laughs> and I, and you, it's, you should be it, doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do any, anything and everything yeah. that makes you happy, whether mm -hmm. that's having extra water, which means you're going to have to get your buns up off of the sofa and do one extra trip to the bathroom. Yeah. You're moving. Yeah. Um, you know, working posture. If, if you're feeling um, little like aches and pains as you're sitting watching TV for too long, that's your body telling you it's sending you the signal. Get up and do something. Oh, my God. It's Anything. not telling like, you to roll over. Well, I mean, well, you know, maybe, maybe because you're changing. It's saying like, hey, wait a minute, you need to change position. Like yeah. if you're driving and all of a sudden you're getting numbness down a leg, maybe, oh, do I have my wallet? Am I sitting on my wallet? If you're yeah. a guy mm -hmm. um, or maybe it's time to just get out, stop the car and do a little, do a little, a little dance. twist or something, Put you know, some Lady Gaga on the radio, um, do some dancing. Yeah. But yeah, any really our bodies were made and built to move. Yeah. And I think just with technology is fantastic in so many ways but i think it's we're also becoming a little bit more sedentary than we have totally. in the past maybe like 10 15 years oh my god definitely so, well yeah. even think about like i mean this is like so specific but like i think about i love going to the movies but i really need yes. to go to the movies anymore because i can just watch it at home mm -hmm. so like even the trip to the movies like going to the car getting out walking to the movie theater like walking to get a drink like you're moving you're in an environment that's mm -hmm. not now I'm like, I turn, I sit on my couch, I turn the remote on and I sit on my couch. There's no, yep. there's no movement yep. unless yep. I go to the bathroom. But other than that, there's just like, you're just sitting there. So it's so true that like in the last few years with the uptick in technology, like you can just sit, you know, you don't have to like get up to use your landline anymore. <laughs> you're just like, oh, I'm here. Let me just sit here and do this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say too, like um, 
one of the things I like about having conversations with like people with medical training mm -hmm. or like medical professionals, however you want to put it, um, is the, I'm trying to think of the right way to, I, I call it like, uh, getting away from like general specificity, which mm -hmm. is kind of like an oxymoron, but like, um, like I've noticed a couple times, like Sasha, when you were trying to understand something, you want to like kind of colloquially like round something off. Mm -hmm. And she goes like, eh. <laughs> because like, <laughs> like, that's why I don't like a lot of like the Instagram influence, fitness influencer thing, oh, or wow. like, you know, diet fads or any of uh -huh. these things where anytime somebody says like, this is the way to do it. And this is the only way, like everybody's different. Every situation mm -hmm. is different. Like, yep. um, even like when you said like, um, um, do physical therapy for half an hour and then, but then I'm just going home and laying down. Like, yeah. but maybe you're supposed to do that after, depending on what you're working out. You maybe. know what I mean? <laughs> I was just being general. I know. And that, but that's kind of what, what I like about the, um, uh, had these kind of conversations is that like, there is no, like, everyone's like, Sasha, you're dumb. No, like, <laughs> but kidding. it's, it's kind of your way of understanding it. But like yeah. the, like in my brain, why I like this kind of stuff is that there is really no good. I mean, there are a few like eat mm -hmm. healthy, get out and mm. move around. Like there yeah. are some generalizations, but like for the most part, there is no real generalization. Right. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And uh, I mean, again, depending on if it's a specific injury, there are yeah. certain protocols. Like if yeah. you look up the top 10 protocols after a knee replacement, you're going to find similarities. And so, um, you, you can always default as a therapist to that protocol, to something that has mm -hmm. definitely worked before. Yeah. Um, but what, what we, what therapists should be doing, um, and I think most do and is stay on top of what's called evidence-based practice. So okay. as new research is coming out, think just fine tuning what it is that you're doing and maybe something i mean i haven't been practicing for 20 years but if i get when i get to that mark what i was doing on at year one it's may not be, be relevant anymore mm -hmm. and uh -huh. i think that um just well just because i work in physical therapy i feel strongly that i need to also be knowledgeable mm -hmm. not uh, kind of on a general level uh in okay if someone has type 2 diabetes what some what are some good foods that are uh, low on the glycemic index. What are some good anti-inflammatory foods? Like listening to podcasts of, yeah. from different uh, functional medicine doctors and just mm -hmm. be able to kind of provide a little bit of insight about a, a lot. A yeah, lot yeah. of things. Um, yeah. Because there's so yeah. many things. You're going to get so many people being like, I have a, this injury. I have this. But I also am this. And being able to fine tune it is a lot of work. Yeah, and a lot mm -hmm. of that information has changed pretty dramatically. Like even oh, yeah. like you can say like, oh, medical um, technology or medical information has, has changed a lot over like, which is in in the long run a short period of time the last couple hundred years but even in the last like 50 or like in my, oh my lifetime God. all the information has changed like on food and where yeah. you should how you should move and us understanding that like there's mm -hmm. like you know neurons in your heart and in your stomach and like that these different things interact in different ways and like all this kind of stuff is like kind of le leapt and bounded forward as along the same curve as like technology mm -hmm. and it's just really interesting i think yeah or even like well it's funny because i've been a diabetic for a little over 20 years and like when i was diagnosed versus like now that's only like 20 years the technology and the mm -hmm. information is mm -hmm. so wildly different but i'm like thank goodness we have people who are like 
focused on learn like other medical professionals like yourself focused on learning how to make things better and easier and more life sustaining mm-hmm. and and you know it's just yeah I don't know it's it's so crazy there's a lot to keep up with yeah, yeah. for sure and then I noticed you have you have a wearable yeah right? I do yeah yeah like, so ours. that's like that's something that's really cool recently with a lot of I guess I'll call it like the mature adult community yeah. Um, where, you know, they're used to just going with diabetes again, pricking the finger, yeah. doing. I don't even have to prick my finger anymore. I know. Oh I know. my God. But, it's like a new world. Yeah. It's crazy. yeah. But so now getting to work with them to learn, you know, how to how to navigate the wearables yep. and what it means and can, you know, using uh, fine motor, can they actually hold the device and to put reach it on. to get it over there? Yeah. And, oh, my God. That's, um, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, setting mm. some clients up uh, where their family just got them a, uh, sorry, an iPhone and an Apple Watch so yeah. that they can track their steps. And yep. so it's yeah. it's. Yeah, Apple watches have like an EKG oh my built gosh, into them, yeah. and like <laughs> yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, there's like yeah. the slip and the, fall protection yeah. stuff too, oh, which is pretty man. cool. And I think I think the new version will actually take your oxygen saturation. Mm-hmm. So I'm working with someone yeah, who uses like a mix of green and red light to like yes. check oxygen saturation. Yeah, she was she was completely no oxygen, perfectly healthy up yeah. until January. Now just on oxygen permanently and wants to get off of it and so now her husband bought her an apple watch and we're learning how to navigate her oxygen saturation so so it's a whole nother skill set too yeah Um, but it's really fun and always learning and do you are there um i'm sure there are but i don't know anything about your field so are there like conventions or whatever that you get to go to to learn more and get to hear from other people you get to talk about your experiences Mm -hmm. are those super helpful yeah yeah. yeah. I mean, this might sound kind of nerdy, but something I really actually love about physical therapy is you get to be a lifelong learner. Mm. Um, and each state has different requirements. Like Rhode Island, every two, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but every two years, you have to have 22 hours of continuing education. Oh, cool. Connecticut's 20 hours. Yeah. Um, you know, you always want to keep up with your CPR, mm-hmm. um, the the ability to use the defibrillators. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the American Physical Therapy Association puts on conferences every year. Do you get to um, go to those? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Do you love them? You can. I feel like I'm if gonna, you like to the, learn. This is, this is going to sound terrible. I actually have never attended one of the APTA conferences, but I'm planning to go this year. Ooh, it's in, of course, San Diego in Febu- February. Oh so God, I'm going to, I'm hoping sign. to go. That's a sign. Yeah, you for sure. Go. Oh I saw God. that. I'm like, where is it? I flipped the page. Ah! San Diego. I'm definitely going. That's so But um, cool. yeah, you can, there's always opportunities for learning, whether you want to get into specialize in neuro or pulmonary mm-hmm. or pediatrics or, um, Maybe when you were in physical therapy, they use different uh, like modalities, mm-hmm. cupping or dry needling. So you can always go for different certifications. Yeah. Um, right now, there's a big, I don't want to say a big push, but um, women's health, pelvic, yeah. pelvic floor. There's yep. a whole new section coming out for um, male pelvic floor dysfunction, yeah. which is something that's I, I'm Never not specialized been, in. And yeah. it's just but it's something that's not really talked about. But there's a a lot of men that have some of the same incontinence issues that women have just yeah. in a different way. So mm-hmm. there's lots of just new things That's coming crazy. out. And yeah. And the good thing too, I mean, we were talking about 
part of part negative about like social media and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the good things is, is that you can talk to other people that have like you might have like an issue that you've never heard anyone talk about. You might yep. think you're the only person. So you're not going to bring it up to your doctor. You're embarrassed. You're feeling X, Y, Z. But now you can find a community of people that are all are also dealing with something. And then, you know, you as the doctor, as the medical professional can learn from all these different experiences and put them to good use, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. And I think it's a great platform, too, for families. Like I've been finding a lot of older adult children, you know, maybe 50s, 60s um, that are now they're concerned for their parents who are in their, let's say, late 80s, early 90s. Um, The parents want to stay at home. And so um, I've just had a lot of clients recently where the family, the the family may live in Boston, but the mom and dad are down in in Westerly. And so how how do you navigate that? And a lot of times they're people are finding us on social media or through Google. And so just going back to technology, I think it's... It's so helpful. Yeah, it's helpful as long as you're on the right... The right side. With the right information. (laughs) Totally. And... It's it is it can be very easy to kind of get yourself in a panic mm-hmm. if you're reading WebMD wrong, Web wrong information. <laughs> you're like I should have been dead well, two yeah, years yeah. ago. WebMD, you have cancer every yeah. time. Oh my god! <laughs> every time yes. doesn't matter what it is. They're like, yeah, well, this and- could be cancer because. One of the, yes. it's kind of like COVID where like <laughs> the symptoms of it are pretty much all symptoms. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or so. like that can happen a lot with Lyme disease, right? Yep. Like not totally. to get off on that tangent, but I mean, it can present a lot of people get diagnosed with fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue or MS or even ALS or yeah. just all these other, other because there, yeah, because mm-hmm. it can present. Oh my God. Yeah, uh-huh. Lyme is a, Lyme's a weird one. Yeah. I've listened to some podcasts yep, on Lyme same. and like a lot of people. Not even a lot of people, like a lot of medical professionals don't agree on it at all. Or uh-huh. like they never diagnose the people. Or then some states they diagnose it a lot. And yep. so like the the quote unquote rates of Lyme disease in different states, a lot of it just relies on how well accepted Lyme mm-hmm. as a general diagnosis uh-huh. even is. Yep. That's really yeah, it's I weird. Agree. I agree. You know what's so crazy? Um, talking about like all this. So I grew up right in like the early 2000s right did i grow up in the early 2000s yeah, yeah. okay sense. thank you i'm bad at math <laughs> right now i think it's like the year 4029 yeah. i have no idea what you're wearing <laughs> um but like so we didn't really have social media we didn't have like a mm-hmm. lot of that stuff but now you know i'm 30 years old i'm on twitter and i've found like a really great diabetes community mm-hmm. of people that you know when you're growing up and you're dealing with something maybe it's like your knee issue maybe it's nick is um has gluten intolerance like me, me with diabetes like you grow up and you're like oh i'm the only person or like you go to a doctor and this is not in this is not meant to make a doctor feel bad but like you know if you go to a doctor and your blood sugars haven't been good and they're like your blood sugars are bad that's bad you're you're uh-huh. being a bad diabetic and i'm like ah. but like now there's this whole community that i get to talk to that are like no no we're bad di- like we're all di- bad diabetics because yeah. it's so hard to be a good one or uh-huh. like you know nick with his gluten like you probably went through so many different things before you decided it was gluten Right. Like, yeah. are you allergic to dairy? Still are pretty you? sure it's more than just that, but probably. Yeah. Yeah. Or with your knee thing. Like if you had been in in, in involved with other people, someone from Florida, from California, mm-hmm. whatever, who were dealing with similar issues, maybe you wouldn't have or always gone back to the sports and had that issue again. You right. would have been able to be like, This is the problem. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I, so I think it is cool that we get to like meet communities and talk about things. I think that's really helpful. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we should uh I, we should I, I agree. 
I was just gonna say we should put ourselves back on track. I feel like yeah, yeah. we oh, sorry. We, we we are the uh, the but, king and queen of the tangent on this thing, um, and I feel like we were heading toward like how you started your oh, business. Yeah. Oh my like, god, that's how far off we, we went. Jeez, instead Louise. we kind of started talking about just it, well, we were talking about physical therapy in general. So oh my gosh. Um, sorry, just like uh, I know you had mentioned prior to us starting to record, and maybe that we talked about this already, but that most of it happened uh, right at the beginning of COVID. Yeah, May twenty twenty. We did. Yeah. We talked yeah, about okay. that. That that's kind of when we. We became an official business in yeah. in Rhode Island, um, yeah. and then like anything, I didn't want to jump all in, so I was still working full time and started seeing seeing clients um, with Inspire, and yeah. then we just started getting busier and busier, and it was one of those deals where I had a foot in each it's pot, the, yeah. and I said, yeah. "Well, we what either pot we gonna which go in? pot are we going in?" <laughs> yeah. And just you know, um, this is related but not related i lost my dad in 2000 to skin cancer and then my sister in 2005 so that experience um it just opened me up to to lots of different things that i hadn't been open to before and i don't base i base i try to base a lot of things on like gut instinct and not let my my head override because that's so easy but um i also i don't want to say i put like a lot of trust in energy or the universe or Hell whatever yeah, it is you did. I love like, that like whatever that you want to so whatever you want to call it yeah. but it just felt like for so long something outside of me just kept presenting these opportunities like you need to make a change mm. and so I was in that situation I said I'm taking this leg out of this bucket and it's going You're in here in. and then we I just jumped in completely November 12th which odd getting chills but it was my sister would have been my sister's birthday oh my um God. of 2021 so I that energy quit in my that job and thing. off off we went wow. or off I yeah off I went and then now there's a, a, a myself and, and other therapists wow. and different locations and so it's it's just been a really such a general term but just a cool thing to watch um happen and proud yeah you can be proud of yourself you're yeah, doing for what sure. you truly love for sure like i think the first thing you said is when you would see patients and they would say like can you come home with yeah. me you'd be like i just wish i could and yeah. now you can yeah, now i can like yeah. that root of where yeah. of your kind of passion is now your reality mm-hmm. yeah like, that's so cool yeah. yeah and then we're also trying to change i mean we're you always have to start somewhere, right? So I think the situation right now with healthcare in general, again, lots to unpack there, but not going to go there. But um, <laughs> there's just a lot going on. And, oh, yeah. and I know in Rhode Island and Connecticut, there's a nursing shortage. And so a lot of times people are going home from the hospital. They're supposed to have home health, yeah. which is going to be a PT, OT, maybe speech and nursing. Well, sometimes I'm I'm getting phone calls. Well, no one no one came out and my mom's been home for 10 days. What oh are we going to do? God. So we're also trying to raise awareness that you don't always have to use a company or a a plan that is put in place by a discharge planner at a hospital or mm-hmm. by a discharge planner at a skilled nursing center. You you have like you have a voice and yeah. you can you can make you can make a choice, right? Yeah. Like even if you went to your primary care because you had shoulder pain, just because they give you a script for Joe down the road, you don't have to go to you Joe. To go and if you go to Joe and you don't really love Joe, you can change. Go somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, sorry. No, no, I was, I have a couple of uh, questions on that, but mine are more on the like, I guess more on like the business side of <laughs> oh, it. Yeah, like when you sure. first, like, so one, how weird was it or cool was it when you 
brought on your first, like either, I don't know what you call it, a contractor or employee mm -hmm. or what have you, first person to work in your business with you. Is that like strange to you or did it feel like it was something <laughs> yeah. you had to reach for? No. So, well, okay. you're a perfectionist, right? We've kind of learned. I'm that. working on it. I am so <laughs> working on it. I can see that. I think you're doing a great job. Um, so would it have been like uh, a specialist in something that you weren't? And so when somebody asked you about it, you were like, well, yes. I've been asked about X five times already. It would be nice to have somebody that just worked yeah, directly with yeah, us. Yeah. So actually, our first uh, con independent contractor was an occupational therapist. Oh. So up until that time, we hadn't been able to offer occupational therapy, but mm -hmm. we'd been getting a lot of requests for um, just home safety and shower safety and um, shoulder injuries and just yeah. things that are a little bit more OT related and actual referrals for occupational therapy. So that was actually the um, totally Good different job. different specialty. So it just kind of felt like something I wasn't necessarily planning to have occupational therapy. But again, it just, it just kind of it came about. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, Melissa, her name is Melissa Perry. Oh, she thanks, was, Melissa Perry. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. We love that. Yeah. Do you feel like the people that I'm, I know you have a few more questions, Nick, but just really quick. Um, do you feel like the people who come onto your team also saw the need of wanting to go into people's homes? Like uh -huh. everyone yeah, ever, is on the same I page? I would say, it, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And again, this is going <laughs> to, if my husband were sitting next to me, his <laughs> eyes would be rolling. But um, when I, when I started this, I, I honestly didn't really, really know where, where we were going to where we were going to go. Yeah. Um, but I did over the years have this collection of people that I just felt a connection with. And I knew they were amazing therapists that just clients always loved them. Mm -hmm. And in the subconscious mind, I had this little list of people that I'm thinking, well, you know, when we start growing, it would be so amazing if XYZ such and such come would on. come. Yeah. And again, I'm going to get chills, but People from that list are now we're now all oh working together. God, that's that's awesome. incredible. I mean, so cool. and yeah, it's the, it's, it's really the cool that you're and, putting out. Yeah, and so uh, Jennifer Rosa is our physical therapy assistant in Rhode Island, in Southern Rhode Island, and she and I we just we just speak the same language and yeah. approach things in the same way and feel that function and uh, just overall quality of movement is so important. Yeah. And so I find that the people that are, I guess that we are attracted to each other. Um, we kind of have that same, that same passion yeah. for, uh, allowing people to age in their way, in their, in their home space, staying mm -hmm. independent and just kind of view, I, I guess view therapy uh, um, and exercise and healthy living in the same in, the same, in the same way. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah. My other question, like, which was like, I guess it's still kind of like a business uh -huh. related yeah, question, yeah. would be like, you know, if you're starting any company or any business or whatever, there's a mm -hmm. lot of hoops to drive jump through. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just as like an independent person that's that's doing <laughs> a certain um, medical field, there's mm -hmm. a lot of hoops you have to jump through, mm -hmm. licensing and mm -hmm. all that. Um, when you started a company that does medical related things, um, I'm trying to think of the way to put it, like how, how much of like a learning curve was there with like trying to figure out like, Oh, how do I get accepted by insurance plans? And like, how do I like mm -hmm. any of that kind of stuff? Was that like a nightmare? 
It seems to me like it would be a freaking so, nightmare. Again, this might sound kind of nerdy, but I found it all just really exciting. Yeah. Um, and maybe it goes back to I didn't officially study business because I kind of created my own major, but it did encompass business yeah. in Latin America. Mm -hmm. Maybe it stemmed back a little bit to that, just yeah. being excited about that. Totally. Um, but this is going to maybe quote something Rachel Hollis might have said, but everything you can find these days on Google. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time on, on Google. Google. Um, I worked with an organization called SCORE, mm. which um, it's retired or active business professionals that dedicate their time to helping oh. entrepreneurs in different areas. That's awesome. Um, Is so that Rhode I, Island based? I I feel like I've heard Ooh. of them before. They, I believe it. There, I believe it's in Rhode Island, also. Yeah, that's um, so cool. Yeah, and I just did. I belong to a couple of Facebook groups, so I was tapping into other therapists that have done a similar business model in different parts of the country. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's amazing. yeah. I, I mean, I, yes, I found it. In certain moments, it was a little frustrating. Um, but then again, our business model is a little different, um, only in the sense that we are out of network with okay. insurance. Gotcha. Okay. Um, up and well, we're currently in network with Aetna and Blue Cross Rhode Island. Mm -hmm. um, and then we are a Medicare provider. So yeah. we're out of network with pretty much everybody except for Medicare. Okay. Gotcha. Well, and your clients are mature. So does, mm -hmm. that probably works out fine. Right. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. I mean, we set out to be 100 percent cash based kind of fee for fee for service. Um, and then I started to kind of realize, well, Medicare's Medicare is fantastic. Um, yeah. Our clientele, it tends to be 65 and older, yeah. um, generally speaking. Um, so why not? I mean, why let's not just do it? let's just go for it. Why not partner with Medicare? And it's been fantastic. Oh, so, that's really good. Yeah. But otherwise, it's um, we're out of network, mm. which we which I decided to do for a, f a few different reasons, but yeah. Well, with yeah. I'm sure you researched it. I could tell you love to learn. So I yeah. bet you researched every little second. <laughs> um, I have a quick question. More yeah. of a, ge I know you guys hate the general question, but I'm going to ask it. Yeah. Um, I, we talked about before, you know, how our lives have changed a lot with COVID mm -hmm. and being home a lot and staying, not moving a lot. Yep. Um, so for the average person with no medical issues, mm -hmm. that did you say, me? say yeah, that's me. No yeah. medical for, So the average person with not any like extreme medical like issues, lump. what are some things that you would recommend someone do to better their, you know, their bodies, their circulation, like all that good stuff? Can you say that? Is that, a, yeah. is that too hard? Well, no, but I mean, so, okay. Healthy individual, I guess, have they, have, so I'll ask a question. Have they not been doing a lot for for the past as long couple as years? COVID has been going on, they haven't. Yeah, been doing I mean, a lot. I'm talking about myself. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, oh, asking for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. The friend is me. No, the right. friend's well, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Well, me I mean, too. I I think some of it too is picking just picking something that you enjoy. Mm -hmm. If you don't enjoy it, you're not going to keep doing it. True. Right? Like just Very because true. just because your best friend in Virginia started started taking a line dancing class yeah if you don't like country music and you don't like line dancing you're gonna go to one class and that's it and then mm -hmm. unfortunately you're gonna tell yourself oh i just failed yeah Ugh, and just give up and not do anything totally it, like i would i always if possible try to incorporate nature in some way like I love if you love the beach take get take your shoes off take your sandals off walk in the sand yeah um just be out be out in nature take Find a, a hiking trail, pack a lunch, bring enough water. Yeah. Um, get out, 
plant your feet on in the grass. I've heard that's real. Um, grounding. Read this thing. Yeah. Grounding, yes. Yeah. I've read that like when you go we, to another country or whatever <clears throat> to put your feet on their ground, like on the ground, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to help with like the time zone difference yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah, but, but I mean, if, if you... If you just grabbed probably a hundred people and said, "Well, of all ages, when have you walked around barefoot? Yeah. When have you like for how oft, how many hours of the day do you have don't have your shoes on?" Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm segueing away, but I mean, <laughs> I would I would just start with something that you enjoy. I love whether that. that's it's walking or maybe like an online yoga or a local beginner yoga. They've yeah. done some research studies, especially not so much over COVID, but pre COVID. If you belong to a gym that's more than five or six miles away, you're not going to go. The, you're not going to. They've just been, you're not going to go. So I stopped going to the gym. My, <laughs> yeah. my, my um, routine too. changed and I was no longer driving by that gym on my way mm-hmm. home. So it was no longer convenient. And then I just kind of stopped. Yeah. 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 My my gym is like three blocks away from my house and okay. I still don't go. Yeah. I well, realized. That's, that's re- common. Yeah. I mean, it and, is. And for yeah, but me, do, you, do you naturally pass it on a daily route? Oh yeah, okay. I pass it literally every time. Trying it's, to give you excuses. No, here, no I know my, I know the excuse. I'm the type of person that, like myself, I don't have the motivation to say like I'm just gonna go to the gym and mm-hmm. do whatever. But like if I see my gym now is probably like ten miles away. Like I live in Providence, my gym's in Johnston. But okay. the reason it works is because I have to sign up for a class. I'm committed to that class. Mm-hmm. And if I don't go, then I'm like, oh, I, I I, failed myself. Because you sign up for this class, you go, you go, and they t- tell you what to do. Right. If I go to the gym <clears throat> at 5 o'clock on a Tuesday, I like go on the treadmill for 20 minutes, and I'm like, this is so boring. <laughs> Can I go home now? <laughs> Even though it's so close to my house. Yeah. So for yep. I think it depends. But like you said, do things that you enjoy. I enjoy being screamed at to do a burpee. Oh, I do not enjoy going to a gym and staring at my phone watching a television show. Right. Walking on a treadmill. Right. So I think your your advice about but finding something you enjoy that tracks though. I mean, earlier you were saying how like if you were at a doctor or a physical therapist, you wanted to just tell you what you need to do mm-hmm. to fix it. Yeah. Um, and then you have somebody like me that I want to know every reason why I had to do that thing. <laughs> that would be why, right. like, I would enjoy more going in, like, self-starting at a gym, and yeah. I would hate a class, but yeah. you would yep. love a class I and not class. self-start. Yes. So it okay, makes sense. this yeah. is a question, kind of bring it back to what you were saying, and you might not know the answer to this, mm-hmm. but I have seen through podcasts, through things, that nature is really important to your mental and physical health. Do you know, yes, do you have, a, fact. is there just, oh, are you just in your head? Are you just like, it's just better? Or do you feel like there's certain reasons why it's better to some, to the Knicks of the world who really want to know, who really want to get in there? I would have to dust off information <laughs> from, I mean, honestly, it came from reading some research articles and yeah. then actually some podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I listen to a lot of functional medicine podcasts. I yeah. love not plugging anybody, but I love Dr. Mark Hyman with Ooh. the pharmacist with a PH. Okay. Um, That's so, cool. You ever yeah, listen to Huberman and, Labs? No. Oh, no, I haven't. He's really interesting. Okay. I'll have Ooh. to check him out. Oh, is that the guy? What's his first name? Uh, is that he was on armchair expert yes yeah he Andrew, talks about Andrew yeah Schumer. yeah yeah. he yeah. talks about like the sun and how the sun affects your yeah. physical blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. i think it he does um it's all um dna brain, based, right? brain yeah. and, and dna and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff He's yeah and then i think i kind of got a little bit into that the nature part especially with taking your shoes off getting your yeah. feet on the grass or the sand primarily because if you think about it your foot is the first thing that makes contact with the ground and then whether depending what camp you're a part of you're either looking from the foot 
up yeah. on the chain or other people are looking from like shoulders down. Yeah. I personally like looking foot up, but so many people have terrible foot health yeah. in general. We're, we're getting um, into a question I was I had written down. Yeah, so. and so that's segueing into something I'd love to start creating that's on the plan for the future is just a foot health program where yeah. I'm working with a CPO, which is a, a certified prosthetist and orthotist, oh. as well as some local podiatrists to uh -huh. kind of come up with um, some foot health, a foot health program. Oh, cool. um, but getting out of our shoes is and important. being barefoot mm -hmm. and then just research has shown getting, you know, feet in the water, feet on feet the sand, on the feet on the grass. On the, on the not, on the not like ground, on the mm -hmm. outside ground. Yeah, and well, it, you can you can it, kind of feel how unhealthy your feet are. Uh, yeah, I, you can tell me if I'm wrong on no, this, no, but no. by like, if you go to the the beach and you have your shoes off and you walk along the shoreline for like let's say a mile or so, and then the next day like your feet like hurt, yes. like not like not like impact hurt, uh -huh. but like almost like you were stretching muscles uh -huh. you didn't know you had. Yeah, and uh, that happens. I feel like to everybody too, mm -hmm. because like you know you go you this is i can't remember who said it but you see f pictures of people from like tribes people that mm -hmm. don't wear shoes and all their feet are splayed yes. like your toes aren't supposed to be stacked on top of one another correct and like that is a a, a symptom of what we've been doing with our feet for the past whatever 100 years mm -hmm. in shoes that aren't really made for foot health they're just made for momentary comfort fashion yes and correct. it's really screwing up our feet uh-huh. Yeah. yeah you know I agree. That's so funny that you said that because I've been, like I said, I've been doing some like classes at the gym and one thing, like my body will be like sore, but the thing that's always the most sore is my feet, mm -hmm. which is so weird because I'm like, why I haven't, didn't do anything with my feet, but it's like you said, like the area between like my heel and my toes feels mm -hmm. like I like stretched it too much. Yeah. It's so yep. weird. The I gotta take your, well, gotta, yeah, gotta, in reality, gotta, you stretched it the appropriate amount. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we're not doing it. Yeah. Enough. I'm not doing it. Well, are you doing the classes without shoes on? Like no, is it yoga, Pilates, that kind of thing? On. Okay. It's sometimes, and it's sometimes during the class that I notice that my feet get like a little cramped, yep. but yep. I'm always always in shoes and and I'm a, a fashion forward kind of gal mm -hmm. so I'm not wearing like good shoes I'm wearing like these tiny flats that are like very unsupportive and you know don't support the arches in my feet mm -hmm. and all that stuff um but then I take a class and I'm like oh boy <laughs> these feet hurt <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> but when you're in the class are you wearing sneakers that are supporting the arch and I think that, so. Because that could also be why because your feet right now like in those shoes yeah. even though they're a little pointy and going to cause your your uh, toes to kind of mold themselves to the point in the shoe. Yeah. You're, I love that you're in a flat. I love that there's actually not a lot of arch support because okay. it's causing all those larger and smaller muscles in your foot and ankle to be to active work? and working. Huh. Um, but there is like for somebody right now, like if they were listening to this and they have always worn sneakers and they're suddenly thinking, oh, I'm just going to take my sneakers off and go walking around for four days straight. Mm. I wouldn't necessarily do that. Slow. Like you want to break <laughs> even like getting back into exercise, start slow. Uh -huh. um, maybe one day it's an hour. Yeah without your shoes and just kind of build up because okay. yeah, you'll, you'll feel it. I, yeah. God, this is a great, I wish I could yeah, remember it. who it was I heard on a podcast, <laughs> but it was somebody talking about like general health. And then they were talking about like, um, running, I believe. Uh -huh. And then like, you know, the advent of like people barefoot running, yes. uh, the, the toe shoes, yeah. um, barefoot shoes or whatever they call them. And then somebody said like, uh, I think the host said something about arch support in mm -hmm. the shoe. 
And the dude just went on this rant about how like <laughs> you shouldn't need arch support. The arch is supposed to be your support. Yes. Support and itself. the fact that you need arch support is the beginning of our issue here. Like yes. and he's just going on and on about it. Oh my god. It's just yeah. it was really funny to me. I was yeah. like, you know what? He makes that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. And it, like you would be well, maybe you wouldn't be surprised, but like the number of people I'd say, all right, let's take your shoes off. Yeah. And they're looking at me like, why? I don't want to. But you can learn a lot, like you were saying, like you were saying, Nick, looking at someone's feet right like yeah. where are the calluses where are the bunions um do you even have a bunion forming and a lot of people are saying oh no we can't fix any of this and i'm yeah. thinking oh yeah, yeah just hold off on that bunion surgery let's let's do this and wow. see what see how we can fix oh some things God. yeah yeah i'm so definitely cool. gonna sign up for this foot class i know it's not a class whatever i'll keep you posted thank you i would love it's like halfway <laughs> ha halfway in 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 the works in the works and yeah. in the universe yeah well, you have my email now you can i do know. i do um yeah, no for sure it's it's um it's good to know and i was gonna say too about the nature thing we had um liza birkin from the providence street coalition on okay um so her job is to like make streets safer for non-drivers okay. for walkers mm -hmm. for bike riders oh. for scooters yep. um and her, one of her things that she was talking about was how important nature is like being out in nature and not in a car because it gives you independence like mm -hmm. you're in the world independently using your body moving your body getting yourself from point a to point b without being enclosed in a car and i know it's not even close to the same thing but similarly with like your foot thing and having your feet on the ground feeling that like the ground and mm -hmm. being able to move yourself is, is just like it's so important and, yeah. and nature is important yes. in that way yeah. well and uh we were talking about earlier um why it's important to be outside and that was i think that's why i thought of huberman he had brought up it was you know little things to help you with like your sleep or like mm -hmm. your just general health and like one of those things being um you're supposed to get like i think you're you're meant to get it's like 20 to 30 minutes of sunlight in your eyes in mm. the morning when you wake uh -huh. up. And then okay. I think it's the other type of sunlight at sunset you should have like in your eyes before you before it goes away. Not like oh, staring into a, the sun, but like but you like, should yeah. be in an environment. You should actually be able to get it. Yeah. And okay. not just like, uh, you know, it's not a computer screen. It's not the um, incandescent light in your house. It's like it's a very particular type of light you get mm -hmm. from the Natural different. sun. Yeah, the cycles of the sun itself. Yeah. And know. it's supposed cool. to be really good. And even really like you said, like if you're in a hospital, like try your best to get out to see this, to be near a window or see the sun in the morning and at nighttime to help with that like natural cycle of your mm -hmm. body, like, mm -hmm. you know, going to sleep and, and rejuvenating its cells and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, like, you right, can right. legitimately lose your mind by not seeing the sun. The sun. Right. That's for so a yeah. period of time. Yeah. That's crazy. Imagine living in, what is it, Alaska, where they get like days and days and mm -hmm. days of no sunlight. Yeah. yeah I, I actually lived in Sweden for a year in <gasps> high school and, uh, That's yeah, cool. the sun came up. Oh, man. Uh, Oh, maybe like nine in the morning. Wow. It was, it was, so there's a part of the year is pretty dark and then another part of the year was very pretty light. sunny. Oh my God. <laughs> that's cool. But um, um, now I know obviously you are a business owner. You're a busy, a busy person. And we're so happy that you came in to get to talk to us. Cause I, I mean, I learned a ton in this conversation. I really appreciate oh. it. Um, but then, you know, obviously we're in, what month are we in? August. 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 Yep. So we have a little bit left of summer and mm -hmm. then 2023 is around the corner for Inspire and for you yourself. What are you looking forward to for your for you personally and then for your business? It's a big question. It's a it, big ask. Sorry. No, <laughs> I said no, no hard it, hitting it, questions. It's a, it's a, a hard hitting one. <laughs> it's a, well, it's actually a, 
a good question to start thinking about now, right? Because yeah. so many times we wait till the last week in December to start thinking about make January, yeah. right? <laughs> and just segueing back, like, why wait till a Monday, right? Yeah. Just start anytime. Start. Yeah. Um, so with Inspire specifically, um, we have kind of done a soft launch with a program called uh, Power Up to Parkinson's, okay, um, which is a collaboration with physical therapy, occupational therapy, and then... Um, a, a registered nurse who specializes in in dementia care, but that can be a non-movement part of Parkinson's as well. Yeah. So we're looking to kind of um, work on that and bring it, to, uh, I guess, to greater awareness in southern Rhode Island and southeastern Connecticut. Cool. And then um, myself and a lot of most of our therapists are certified in urban polling, mm -hmm. which we're kind of like the only group in the state and I think even in Connecticut that offer it. Yeah. Um, and so that? that so urban polling polling is um, it's based off of Nordic Nordic walking yeah. from like Sweden and not yeah, Sweden, Norway, um, Finland. There's just been a change to the poll. The poll itself was re reinvented or recreated by a gerontologist and an occupational therapist in Canada. Yeah. And so they have a program specific for diabetes, specific for Parkinson's, and then just kind of like a general walking program. Mm -hmm. And just based on the poll and how you are walking it's actually activating more muscles in the body like throughout your core your arms and then anyone that has hip or knee problems it's offloading those two joints so you should be able the theory is you should be able to you're getting a more of a full body workout when walking because you're oh. engaging just more of your body but yet Ooh. pain wise um arthritic joints and stuff it's helping to reduce the pain as you're walking so we're building up a uh, walking program so people can come and do one-on-one -on -one sessions yep. or group walks that's awesome um, yeah so that's really we're, cool yeah it's it's, it's fun it's yeah. a good workout um it's lots of fun to do it with a group because it keeps everybody motivated. Yep. Everyone's checking in with each other. Which trail are you going on? Where are we going to meet? That type of thing. So yeah. that's coming in the future. Um, we're looking to do some collaborations with some of the senior, the senior centers and like local libraries to talk about how to how to age your. I mean, I keep saying it, but kind of how to age, age your, your age your way. What mm -hmm. does that mean? How to create a healthcare team? How can occupational therapy and physical therapy help? help you remain in your home and stay independent. Because I yeah. think a lot of people are looking at the two disciplines saying, well, I need to have surgery in order to call an OT or a PT. And that's not always the case. Okay. Um, and just staying. You're educating people. Yeah. And just continuing the education. Yeah. Because um, that's really important. I love that. Yeah. And that's then so cool. for myself, I'm, I'm, Finally, gonna attend. Um, go to San Diego. An APTA meeting and go to Spain. February. <laughs> She's going to Spain, guys. She's taking a vacation. Um, she doesn't know it yet. But... <laughs> you ever? Yeah. Um, I meant to ask you this earlier. Yeah. And I'm, we're gonna wrap oh, up okay. just because yeah, yeah. we're, run we're running along, but that's fine. And we we're having a great conversation. Yeah, um, no, thank you. Have you used or known anybody who uses the whoop straps? No, it's What's a like whoop a strap. It's like no. a newer, it so it's similar to like an iPhone, I, I Apple Watch. It's a okay. tracker, um, and it's more like a bracelet. There's no readout on it, um, but it tracks like uh, supposedly tracks really, really well, and also tracks and maps like recovery based on your sleep. You'll get a percentage of recovery from oh. the day spent, how much sleep you got, okay. what your heart rate was throughout the night, 
and it like calculates your recovery level from the sleep you got and like all that kind of stuff. It's supposedly from what I've seen, because I've heard a lot of people on like health podcasts talk Mm -hmm. about it. It seems to be like the best like specialized health tracker. Oh, okay. And it has an an app that then goes to like an iPhone or something. Yeah. And it's supposed to be good because like, um, uh, you know, like I couldn't sleep with a Apple watch on. I tried a couple times and then like, when do I charge it? But mm-hmm. like, I think it maintains a charge for like a long period of time. Oh. Um, it's not, I, from what I know, it's not that cheap. Okay. Um, and then it's a monthly fee and all that stuff, but okay. it's supposed to work really well. Nice. I'm going to look into it. That's cool. And that- I bet too, like I know with my like constant glucose monitor, mm-hmm. my doctor has access to all of the data so he can help me regulate from his office and i'm at home mm-hmm. so i wonder if similarly yeah, i maybe. bet that there's some sort of like way that your physician or your physical therapist mm-hmm. or whoever can look into that data and be like oh like you might be feeling sore because yesterday you did like you know yeah or just like uh, yep. instead of relying on somebody but, hey, well how have you been sleeping and they yeah. say i'm sleeping great <laughs> and then you can say like well you know what wear this whoop strap for the next month and, and we'll, we'll actually see. we'll see how well you're actually no, sleeping. That, well, that's a really good idea. Yeah. And I fall into this with one client all the time. How did you sleep last night? And every time with my eyes closed, and I'm like, oh, uh, you're like, no, thanks I thanks for all the details. information. <laughs> but details. like, but sleep and hydration and all that, it's mm-hmm. such an important conversation that totally because people aren't getting enough sleep, which is when the time the body's doing cleanup and yeah. resetting itself. And or like, there's it, there's like certain <laughs> conditions I think where like you never. It might just be due to like poor health or whatever, mm-hmm. where you never actually hit REM sleep. So you're never like really recharging yeah. properly. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah, how would you, you wouldn't know that. I right. Feel like that's me. You would just right. be like, I'm always tired. And, you know, I'm yeah. just unhealthy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's and that sort of information, I think, is like detrimental for a, a, a medical professional to know. Because, like you said, you know, I go to the doctor and I, you can see my blood sugars, you know what they are. Mm-hmm. You can only trust someone's thought like oh i think i slept well last night when in actuality they're up and down up and down tossing turning like you don't really know so that's right cool. mm. right technology is it's, it's good yeah that's Quite awesome and then i think too when people have that visual yeah like you said oh i think but then you see it and you're like oh no i really didn't i really oh, yeah. do need to make a change like a lot of times going back just to parkinson's real quick oh my walking it's great so i'll sign a little little waiver we'll end up deleting the video anyway but i'm like let's take a video yeah let's actually see the before and the after mm-hmm. and i mean sometimes it's just tears we've mm-hmm. we've just kind of i don't want to say fixed but we've worked on just a couple little things and yeah. it's like night it's night and night day. and day and yeah. so when you can see and have the feedback that's super important and it's like a little bit you get a little competitive with yourself you're like yeah. you know yeah. like for me when i see my my levels i'll be like oh i know i can do better than that and like i see it's visual like mm-hmm. i can visually see um well that's kind of one of the cool things too with some of these trackers i don't know if whoop does it but a lot of them have like you can opt into like a community forum. So like you can yes. compete like, so let's say it is like a, a bunch of seniors and they all go out and walk and they're like, uh-huh. Hey, um, we're all going to walk <laughs> for an hour every night and we can't do it together. But then they can like look at yeah. what yes. each other is doing or like yep. say it's yep. a group class and they don't know enough about technology to do it themselves. The instructor can look and be like, and the winner this week <laughs> is, you know, Oh my God. Make there's it fun. This, my yeah, friend the- had this water bottle that literally like, <laughs> It was there. Were, I don't know if it was like a chip inside of it, or whatever. But like anyone else who had that water bottle, like you and your best friend. Oh yeah, you could compete on how much water you drink. You compete on how much water you drink. Yes, oh. it was so cool. I don't remember I who makes that. it. I've heard of it. It was I so cool. She, and it like lit up. Like if you meet, if you won that day, like it, like the you got like a little like blinky light or something. It was so cool. Oh my gosh, I, I need that for that. my 
to my daughters because I'm always like, drink water, drink, drink water. water. And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm. I need to drink more water, and I'm always like, "No, you're fine." Um, yeah. <laughs> but this was so much fun. Um, we we've taken a lot of your time. Um, so I don't want to take too much longer. Um, for anyone listening, where's the mm-hmm. best place to find you? So the the best place is going to be on our through our website, yeah. um, which is www.iptw.com. Okay. Um, and then you can find me. Um, I try to stay equally <laughs> as active on Facebook and nice. uh, Instagram. Great. So, yeah. We'll, we'll find you, you guys there. link some of that. Oh, in the yeah, show. We'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll link okay. you. We're, we'll yeah. link you up and down. Um, no, this has been great. And I feel like I've learned a lot. I, I also think that, you know, I hate to say this is so like depressing, no. but like we're getting older, <laughs> right? Like we're getting older. Like things don't feel we- good anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think even though even though you might specialize in like a certain <laughs> age, like even at 30 I- years old, like I need to be thinking about like my foot health, especially mm-hmm. as a diabetic, yeah. you know? You know yeah. you're getting older when you drink. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> when your hangover lasts three days or and you had four of, beers yeah. and you're like, what happened? Or, or you kind of stop drinking because you don't feel so good yep. anymore those next days. Oh my God, it's so bad. Or my yeah. neck hurts just because I slept weird. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Thank God. Just yeah. going to bed late and you wake up and you're mm-hmm. like, oh God, this is yeah. bad. This is bad. So we're, I think everyone has to take better care of themselves. I think mm-hmm. like we kind of keep reverting it back to COVID, but like I think we all learned that being mindful of your mental health, your physical health, whether or not you can like go to a gym or go to a physical therapist, getting mm-hmm. outside, doing something you enjoy. Those are all things that are going to help you move better and feel better. And I think we have, we have to do it, Nick. Mm. We got to yeah. do it. We got to do yeah. it. Do. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do it. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. Yeah. Great. Um, thank you. I can't wait to take to, to learn about more feet health from you. Sure. Uh, foot health. Um, I'll be. <laughs> please let me know when that I happens. Will. I will. Um, and yeah, this is great. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Yay! Yeah. No, thank you. Yay. This is fun. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.